0: Welcome back to Cause Talk Radio by Rashpixel.fm. I'm your host Megan Strand with Engage for Good. You can find full show notes and additional resources for today's episode at EngageForGood.com. Today's episode is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and thirty-day free trial at audibletrialcom forward slash CauseTalkRadio. There's over one hundred eighty thousand titles for you to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Go to audibletrial.com forward slash cause talk radio and get your free audiobook today. One in five children is living with a significantly impairing mental illness. And suicide is the second leading cause of death among 15 to 25 year olds. And because kids don't wear their thoughts on their sleeves, we don't know what they might be going through. Almost a year ago on World Mental Health Day, Nationwide Children's Hospital launched a movement called On Our Sleeves with a promise of advocacy, education, and fundraising for this critical pediatric mental health crisis. One important supporter of this movement is the corporate community, including partners like Justice, 31 Gifts… Big Lots and Nationwide. Today on Cause Talk Radio, I chat with Carrie Schildemeyer, who's Senior Director of Corporate Alliance Marketing for Nationwide Children's Hospital, and Nikki Schaefer, Senior VP of Outreach for the Nationwide Children's Hospital Foundation, about this important issue of children's mental health and what they've learned in year one of their On Our Sleeves initiative. If you could know what's on his mind,
1: If your heart could feel the way her heart feels. If you could understand what's happening on the inside. But kids don't wear their thoughts on their sleeves. So it's time to give them a voice. It's time to answer the unanswered questions. That's why at Nationwide Children's Hospital, we're making mental health care and research a priority. We must better understand and treat children's mental illness to help kids everywhere. But research is vastly underfunded, so we need your help. Together, we can transform children's mental health. Learn more at OnOurSleeves.org.
0: Welcome Nikki and Carrie to Cause Talk Radio. I wonder if you could start out by giving our listeners maybe just a 50-cent tour of Nationwide Children's Hospital, Nikki.
1: Yes, thank you. Well, Nationwide Children's is headquartered in Columbus, Ohio. We were founded in 1892, and for more than 125 years, we've stayed true to our founding mission of caring for all kids, regardless of their family's ability to pay. And we were founded in central Ohio because our Uh, founders did not want any child to have to leave our city for the best care possible. And and thanks to philanthropy, primarily, we have been able to grow and Now we are the America's second largest children's hospital and fifth largest pediatric research institute. And we have, um, again, enjoyed tremendous community support and philanthropy from so many across the country that have allowed us to grow and to retain and attract the best and brightest in their fields.
0: So you have a newer initiative that we were going to talk about today called On Our Sleeves that focuses more on children's mental health. Would you tell us a little bit about that and why you've decided to focus on mental health in children specifically for this campaign?
2: Sure. Hi, Megan. It's Carrie. Let me answer that for you. Um, To be honest, one of the reasons that we decided to take on this very important cause is because the hospital itself decided uh, several years ago to make Children's Mental Health, one of our strategic plan accelerators. We knew that it was extraordinarily important to start these conversations. Um, we're also fortunate in that uh, in March of 2020, we will be opening the Big Lots Behavior Health Pavilion, which will be the largest behavior health pavilion on a children's pediatric medical campus. So we knew it was time to stand up a little bit. We Obviously, mental health has is growing. Um, as a cause and really in everyday conversation. But we also noticed in there was a bit of a white space when it came to pediatric children's mental health. So last year on World Mental Health Day, which was October 10th, 2018, we launched the On Our Sleeves movement. And it's really a movement to transform children's mental health. Um, our goals are very simple in that we want to break stigmas around mental health. We want to start conversations and help people feel like they can say, um, you know, it's okay to not be okay. And um, we were able to do so with this really uh, special campaign that was created right inside our own um, creative services team here at the hospital.
0: That's fantastic. And it is such an important issue. And I feel like it's one you're starting to hear a little bit more about, especially as it relates to just mental health in general, not specifically children's mental health. Mm -hmm. Um, But I wonder if you can talk a little bit about how corporate partners have gotten involved in this initiative. I would imagine that um, some of them are potentially hesitant at first to get involved because it's not supporting puppy dogs. Like, it's a hard Mm -hmm. topic, right? So um, can you talk a little bit about how uh, corporate partners have been involved on, on our sleeves?
1: Yes, and this is Nikki. I'll take this one. And over the last probably 20 years, actually, we've had various community groups support our, um, what at the time was called the Children's Guidance Centers, which now has evolved into our behavioral health program. And so we've had sporadic support over the past few years, but it was really as the board our hospital board had uh, decided to make that investment, as, as Carrie alluded to, that we were very fortunate to have uh, corporate representation on our board to really understand the story and the need, and not only in central Ohio, but how the type of model we wanted to create, um, which is really three prongs Um certainly the fundraising, but also educating the community and uh, creating advocates around research that we could really deliver um, something that could hopefully be replicated across the country. So with that, we've been fortunate to have a number of uh, corporations that are headquartered in central Ohio and and a few outside our area, uh, such as Big Lots. They have really uh, obviously embraced our uh, campus is going to be called the Big Lots Behavioral Health Pavilion uh, due to a $50 million Investment that they made about three years ago that was also a a huge contributing factor to us being able to unveil our new campus uh, next year. We've had partnerships with 31 Gifts and their Roundup program, uh, Justice, the tween girl uh, clothier, that um, really we share a very common mission of empowering girls and uh, giving them self confidence. Uh, So uh, they're headquartered here and we've had a wonderful relationship with them for about five years. Um, We've Created some special merchandise with a company called Homage here in Central Ohio, and new to us this year is a partnership with the Harlem Globetrotters, and and again we align so um, much um, parallel with their mission of, of of getting really education into the schools about positive mental health and taking breaks for each other, and really just creating wonderful friendships. We've um, really been fortunate, and um, so we're we're seeing the growth happen, and um, we've also been able to go into some of our local companies and present a lot of our materials um, that we can share with them on how to get involved with their employees, too.
0: I know Big Lots does a point-of-sale fundraising campaign. At least that's part of their initiative that I'm familiar with. Um, It sounded like you maybe created some specialized products with other retailers. Are there other types of campaigns that um, your corporate partners are running in support of on our sleeves? Yeah, Megan, this is Carrie. uh,
2: Another really great example is our very long standing partnership with Nationwide. And what they did, which is a little differently because it's not, uh, you know, they're not a company that does a point of sale per se, but they um, asked us to come and talk with them uh, and really their employee resource groups, um, parents, their own employers, or excuse me, their own employees, because they wanted to understand how that could be affecting employees in their everyday work lives if they have children who might be suffering from a mental health mental health illness or disorder. So we have been starting to work with them on some workplace development programs. Um, we also were able to um, integrate, their chief human resources officer in a program we did with Fast Company, so we wanted to be able to talk about uh, obviously our very long-standing relationship with Nationwide, but how they are taking that into their everyday um, work lives for their own employees. So that's been really kind of special for us. And then, of course, we have some other exciting things happening in 2020, not quite able to announce yet. But um, we, what's interesting about uh, children's mental health and and, and behavior health in is that we are able to customize programs for corporate partners. If they Mm -hmm. want to do something that's a little out of the ordinary and not just a a direct point of sale campaign, um, we are very, very open to that. And we're actually learning as we go. I mean, as you, as you mentioned at the top of the hour, we are just in our very first year. So uh, constantly evolving and studying what's working.
0: I want to circle back on um, a question that I'd started to ask a few minutes ago, um, and, and I remember being really impressed. I think it was probably three years ago when Big Lots started their point of sale campaign and they were putting so much um, effort and resources behind the children's mental health issue because it was such a unique Cause it's you know somebody that watches this space pretty pretty frequently. It's not something that I see every day, so I was impressed with that. Um, Have you found this to be a hard issue for companies to talk about? Are you finding um, you know different ways to message this cause that you've found particularly resonate with consumers or with employees? Or just I I wonder if you could just talk a little bit about the fact that it's um, I think it's a tricky issue. I'm just going to come right out and say it. I think it's it's not quite the the, the puppy dogs that we were talking about before.
2: You're absolutely right. Uh, this issue is challenging. We've been really pleasantly surprised at how the community, our corporate partners, consumers have truly embraced this whole movement. Um, it is a much needed conversation to be had. And, uh, and although it's difficult, we have been very forthright. Uh, we're, we're finding that um uh, you know the statistics are really sobering when you when you learn that one in 5 children is suffering from a debilitating mental health issue it really kind of stops you in your tracks and so people want to know how they can help they want to know how they can educate themselves and others and what we're what we're finding is we you know we, we want to provide those educational resources and tools and resource and, and resources state nationally i should say but there are a lot of organizations that do that but what is important to us is that we are paying attention to what the questions they're asking. And we're recognizing, we're getting um, feedback from faith-based organizations and different school age groups and at an everyday consumer or a parent. Um, we have to be really respectful of if, the, if they are in a situation that is a, more of a crisis. And we've been handling that on a case-by-case basis as those come in uh, with our behavior health experts. By all means, we, I mean, we, we certainly would never say we have all the answers, but we certainly, we do try our very best to make sure that we're meeting this demand. Um, I think we have a long way to go. And that's something that we've recognized in our first year. We, we've had such a big response. Um, and, and what we're finding is that people are asking the most about education and advocacy. And, you know, we think we might even need to teach people how to be an advocate. It, it can be something as simple as, you know, Doing a random act of kindness or smiling at someone at school um, or just talking to your children around the dinner, dinner table to see how their day has been. Um, we're, we're recognizing that simple things can be an act of advocacy and obviously big things like, you know, hoping and, and going, your, going to your legislator to talk about uh, mental health in the schools or mental health resources in your own community.
1: And Megan, this is Nikki, if I could just add to that. I think one of our priority messages for On Our Sleeves is to break the stigma surrounding the conversations about um, pediatric and and frankly, family mental health as well. And many of our corporate partners have shared examples that they've received letters from their employee base or um, just emails saying, you know, this one little thing helped someone in my community that I was able to share with them. So i we feel like if we can make a difference in a life of one child or one family or one adolescent that um you know that we can check that that's a great thing for one day and let's you know that gets us up and and going on the next day because it is going to be a slow climb it's a it's been a longstanding um issue and and challenge for every community across the country and and again if we can discover things here that work well with kids that we can share with others, Then, and then that's in a really important um, goal of ours and mission um, that keeps us really focused every day. And, and we're lucky to have the partnerships uh, with our behavioral health team because they they are kind of our boots on the ground here. And then we can really be the conduit with our corporate partners to, to give them the information and, and, and constant flow of, of resources coming to them.
0: Today's episode is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com forward slash cause talk radio. One book I am completely obsessed with and highly recommend is The Art of Gathering, How We Meet and Why It Matters by Priya Parker. It is absolutely a perfect combination of philosophy and practicality as it relates to your next gathering of people, whether that's a business meeting or a conference, a huge surprise party, or maybe just a backyard barbecue. I highly recommend this book and you can get it for free on Audible with your 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com forward slash cause talk radio. Nationwide Children's Hospital is all about children's health in general. And I feel like Consumers are really used to us talking about, you know, pediatric cancer and they hear about St. Jude's. and Like, it's it's been a long time since consumers have been introduced to children's health issues. And there's something that really t- tugs at people's heartstrings about children's health issues in general. But have you found anything a little bit different or mo- more nuanced when it comes to children's mental health as it relates to messaging or communication or anything like that? We've talked a little bit about some of those things, but anything else you can think of that's a little bit different?
2: One of the things I wanted to tell you about the messaging is, and, and obviously it's super important to use um, our data that we're constantly um, addressing and analyzing because we we are testing different messages. It, it's interesting because in certain populations, our statistics have been the most powerful message when we have led with the one in five children are living with a mental health illness, or if we talk about the suicide rate, which is sadly very high for teenage and adolescent children, um, statistical messages seem to work. And also when we give people just a little bit of hope and we say, you know, one small action can make a difference and you can transform children's mental health by starting a conversation and giving those kind of resources. And our you know, it it came from the senior leaders of the hospital. They have been saying for years that mental health is equal to physical health. And I I love one of our uh, really great partners here in town is Ryan Day and his wife, Nina. And Nina said that she tells her children, it's okay to not Feel okay, it's okay to have a sad day, or to feel sad and to have a bad day at school, but we want you to be able to tell us. And I think that's what's really important. We have these stories that come in that are incredibly impactful. And, you know, Nikki and I are lucky because we are on the front lines, and we get to see how people are responding to our messages. And we know it's hit the right tone. And if anything, it's given us, uh, the energy to continue moving forward and figure out what it is that, um, is the right messaging as we move into year two.
1: And I'll well, oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry, Megan. I was just going to add what's been eye-opening to me is, um, we do use the phrase that Carrie said a lot, that mental health is very connected to physical health. And what I really learned is there is hardly a diagnosis at our hospital that, uh, Mental health issue doesn't come across um, to a physical issue. We have a, a really a renowned researcher studying the survivorship of pediatric cancer patients, and sadly, they she's discovering that as they are going through treatment and, and their appearances have changed, they go back to school and they may be bullied by their their classmates. And um, she's really putting that uh, discovery and that research into how to ha- help our patients use their words and really behaviors to combat that, but also the teachers and guidance counselors can watch for for those signs and really take action. So um, there is so much crossover. And um, again, to, for me personally, that's been really eye-opening and, and very motivating to, to know that every patient practically will be affected by this work and, and the important investment that the hospital continues to make.
0: Well, it strikes me that it's almost a continuum, right? Like, it's if you're talking about it's okay not to be okay, I mean, that's applicable to everyone. Um, so you have that end of the spectrum where, you know, kind of take good care of yourself and, you know communicate your needs, that type of messaging. But then you also have sort of um, mental health conditions where people might be or children might be more impacted on a day-to-day basis and a little bit more debilitated depending on the condition and and the severity. So it almost strikes me that, I mean, you have this one in five statistic, but, you know, I would imagine a lot of your messaging is relevant to kids everywhere, right?
2: Absolutely. And and Megan, really, when you're talking about mental and behavioral health, I think some people, a lot of people don't understand the the broad spectrum that that covers. So, you know, there's behavior health are, you know, children who may be on the spectrum or may have ADHD or um, just some behavior issues at at school or at home. And then, you know, it goes to mental health where you may have children who are suffering from anxiety or dealing with depression um, or having an eating disorder. So it's a very large spectrum. And that's what we are trying to bring light to, that this is, we need to bring awareness that it is a very large group of people. Our, our population, when you hear that one in five, um, you know, I, I bet you know people that have a child who might have some anxiety issues at school. So it's, it, it is, part of our, you know, mission to continue to educate because the more we educate, the more these uh, our consumers and friends at, of the hospital and in the community feel like they can be advocates for us as well.
0: So you guys are on the heels. This is year one for you. So I would love it if each of you would kind of weigh in as it relates to corporate partners specifically. Um, what surprised you about this first year? What stood out to you about the first year that you'll carry forward with you into future years of of this effort?
1: Well, I think um, both that it's a personal issue and, and there's a lot of um, really leaders in our in our community and the, but leaders is such a broad term because it could be in our schools in our in our corporations in, a, in our government that is really uh, we've raised that conversation just to try to focus in on on how to be most effective for our kids but but also that um, youth we are seeing a lot more youth Philanthropists, if you will, um, mm-hmm. who want to start initiatives in their schools, and so we're looking to respond to that. We're developing curriculum with some of our, our partners to um, primarily currently speak to teachers and, and principals and guidance counselors, but know that um, kids are very powerful and passionate a- about helping others and and getting them both the right tools and um, willingness to take action for their friends, but but also to be able to talk to a trusted adult when, when they aren't feeling their best. So that's really been really powerful uh, for us to see develop. And then our corporate partners continue to add new type of events for us or new promotions. Uh, We've uh, with Big Lots started, uh, we just had our second year of a 5k in our community that uh, it's was just a fabulous day of people coming together for a common cause and, and raising money and investing in research and, and all the things that we've shared today. Our, our community is really getting behind this effort and the on our sleeves movement. And we've um, just, and me personally are full of gratitude for that because I think we're just beginning.
2: And, and Megan, this is Carrie. I would echo what Nikki has said. It, what has been really empowering to me is the number of organizations that have come forward and they are being super creative in how they can support the hospital and the on our sleeves movement. I mean, to have a a very well-known company here in town who makes the best t-shirts ever. And they said, we want to do something in May for mental health awareness month. And we we did test our our local um, corporate community, corporate and community partners in the month of May locally to say, hey, May is Mental Health Awareness Month. How many can join us? And we had over 42 organizations say, we'll do something in May. So some were school-based where they, you know, created their own coffee sleeves, uh, you know, took their term of On Our Sleeves and created Positive messages and put them on coffee sleeves and send them to the hospital, and then there's organizations that did you know very wonderful fundraising initiatives. It's just it's been really amazing to see the kind of support, and it's it's giving us the ammunition to obviously continue to move forward in year two. And uh, we're, we are looking at a, a five and ten year plan and looking at a new business plan for on our sleeves, which will obviously then help us develop our marketing strategies.
0: I love that. And I think you've got some great, it sounds like you've got some great creative ideas. And I think that's always helpful to kind of share with prospective partners as you're moving forward to say, hey, look at the creative things that were happening in the community around this campaign. Um, And knowing that it's not just a cookie cutter approach. I mean, certainly, I'm sure you have some options that may be a little bit more turnkey, but it's nice to be able to share those um, creative activations with future partners as well. I wonder if um, I could hear a little bit more. You've sort of alluded to it, and I'm sure you can't tell me everything, but um, what can we expect with you moving forward with this initiative in 2020 and beyond?
2: This is Carrie again. I think, uh, you know, our our creative is only one year old. So it's really nice because we we did not unveil all of the uh, imagery and the kiddos that we featured, including our own patient champion, uh, a young woman who's now a college student who uh, was definitely part of the campaign and we were able to share her story. We'll continue to do more of that in 2020 where it's really important to us to share that sort of authentic story. And so any of our brave patients who've been able to come forward and allow us to share their story, you'll see a little bit more of that in 2020. Um, You'll also see us going back into the market nationally. Uh, We Are connecting with a new digital agency partner and looking at all of our messaging and creative. So it's a a constant um, analysis right now of the data. We know uh, the data is telling a story and we want to make sure we're being really respectful of the people who are engaging and and finding out what they need us to do. Um, So it is a year of you know, more evolving. Um, we're really, really excited. Uh, I, I I couldn't have asked for a better first year and we're we're
0: excited to celebrate our little mini anniversary next, next week on World Mental Health Day. Amazing. Well, thank you both for being here on Cause Talk Radio to help us learn a little bit more about the On Our Sleeves campaign. If people want to learn more about this or how might they do that online? Well, we have a great website at There, where you'll find
2: resources for professionals, schools, uh, employers, all sorts of um, ways to advocate. You'll see some of our personal stories and our influencers um, who have shared their stories. So OnOurSleeves.org is the greatest resource
0: for you to uh, send your visitors. Really appreciate you both being here with me today. And we'll look forward to following your success in 2020 and beyond. Thank you so Thank much, you Megan. much.